always try to sell the idea that, hey, we are from the same generation uh, selling to each other. And when, when with this generation, there, yeah, I mean, there is a lot, uh, a bit different than how to convince them, how to, 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 make, them, to make them like uh, the product because as you just mentioned we don't we don't like, we always say we don't sell the product we sell the idea behind it welcome to the winning e-commerce experience show where it's all about creating a brand that your customers love so they keep coming back this show is brought to you by DataQ. your store experience begins with your home page DataQ improves your conversion rate up to 30% by showing each visitor a personalized homepage based on their interest. And now, your host, Sharam Anver. Hey guys, today we have the co-founder and managing partner of In Your Shoe, Amar Kawashdi. Great to have you with us. Hey Sharab, how is it going? Good. You were just telling me that uh, you're in the middle of uh, fasting for Ramadan and it's just an hour left to go or something like that till you break fast, right? How does it feel so far? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm daydreaming of what I'm going to eat in an hour while talking to you about my business. <laughs> so make us hungry. Like, What does iftar look like in Egypt? Uh, it depends on every, like on every day because it's like 30 days of fasting. So we definitely don't eat uh one thing but usually it's like more than one dish you start with soup as every everywhere with the world and then uh you see uh what's your mother cooking right uh, and do you have any uh like big favorites uh yeah for sure for sure uh most of them most of them are are uh, egyptian food so i'm not sure if if you or the uh, listeners would know but like my favorite is uh, Wada Ainab. Okay, tell us about it. Uh, which is uh, like, uh, uh, like the literal translation is uh, grapes, uh, grapes uh, sheet. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think this makes sense. But like, it's very delicious. <laughs> so I hope <laughs> you guys will be. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll never take your word for it. Um, yeah. But you know, when I was looking through your site, um, I was just thinking like of other things that Egypt is famous for. And one of those things is obviously cotton. Was that one of the inspirations behind In Your Shoe? Because uh, Egypt has such great cotton. Yeah, it was one of the reasons, to be honest. Uh, and, we, and when we started to discover the suppliers, the local suppliers, we found like a good, uh, not only the yarn, not only the cotton, but also we have a really good suppliers for textile and, and ready-made garments industry. Mm. So, so that's what one of the reasons to, 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 to say, hey, we have the good suppliers. Why don't we have good brands doing it? So now that you've made us hungry with Egyptian food and you've set the scene with uh, Egyptian cotton, uh, tell us a little bit. Um, who is Amr? Um, why did you start this company? Um, it, you know, just I, I, I'm, I, I, I'd love for the listeners to get that sort of a quick intro. Yeah, so as a quick intro, I'm uh, Amr Kawashti. I'm Egyptian, ba- re- born and raised in Cairo. Uh, I just graduated two years ago from mechatronic engineering, so something way more far than fashion and socks. Uh, but basically, it's it's a very simple story. Uh, I spent couple a couple of semesters in Germany, and I'm obsessed with socks, with colorful and unique socks since long time. So, uh, like I usually, when I was in Germany, I used to buy them from different uh, brands. Uh, and whenever I came back to, to Egypt, when my friends see them, they, they, it, it was very different back then. Uh, they, they comment about it. They make fun about it. So, I always had it in the back of my mind. Why don't we have something like this here in the, in the Egyptian market or the MENA region? Like, it should be simple. At the end of the day, it just sucks. Right. Until I find a friend of mine who's not here in the call. It's, his name is Aiz Tare. Aiz is uh, the other co-founder. And then we, uh, I find like he has uh, like very randomly through an Instagram uh, conversation, I found that he has the same idea. He has the same insights. He, he's, he, he loved cool socks. He loved different socks. And he see the market opportunity. So we take it from there. We started like doing the MVP and everything like it started from there. It started from a random Instagram conversation. 
<laughs> Amazing. And like, how long ago did you start? When did you start? Two years ago, like we started, uh, we start, like we launched the brand on like the brand, the brand back then was just an Instagram uh, account uh, in April, 2018. So you're in that very interesting place right now, right? You've started, you've got some market validation. You've probably still got like a hundred other ideas that you want to implement. And it's sort of like picking up steam. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's like everywhere else. Uh, and then like you, you, your planning God is laughing. We had a lot of plans for 2020 <laughs> and then uh, the current situation comes. So mo mo like most of the things got either canceled or postponed until further notice. So what's the biggest challenge you guys are facing right now because of um, this crisis? Um, you know, just before we started recording the call, you said that you haven't been affected too badly, which is awesome. And I think, you know, it's one of the reasons e-commerce is um, sort of a, a very small, bright light in this big darkness that has come. Um, but, you know, are there any way else in maybe supply chain that has hit you guys? Like I think about, about a lot of things that, like we got affected either good or bad because suddenly the whole world or the whole game changed uh, so for example like uh, usually we had uh, a three month worth of supply in our warehouses we we always like add this equation and started our best to do it and mm -hmm. that benefits us a lot in the current situation uh, our suppliers didn't stop completely they just stopped for 14 days so mm -hmm. any like for example our summer collection got a little bit delayed mm -hmm. but we had we had a good supply to 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 meet the to meet the demand we had okay. uh, other thing we uh, like other thing i like i see that all people say hey you're you're in e-commerce you're online you didn't get affected i didn't get affected in a way but then the competition now is different because a lot of offline resellers mm. switch to online Mm. So with, with the whole, I don't want to get into details with digital marketing, uh, Facebook ads and bidding and stuff, but the whole equation got a, bit, a little bit different because right now the competition is, is a bit different. Uh, other than that specified in my business, uh, we, 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 are, uh, we are a millennials and Gen Z brand. Like mm. I'm, I'm 25 years, years old. I uh, target like my audience is the same age as mine, same generation, speaks the same language and a little bit younger than this. So for example, uh, 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 there's an example I always say so people can imagine where our brand is standing for. Think about yourself as a school student, okay? Who wants to look cool in his school? But then here in Egypt and most of the MENA region countries, there is a school uniform. Everyone has to... To, to wear the same exact things, except only two things that you can be creative with, either your shoes or your socks. Right. <laughs> so this is, why, this is why we are super popular in the school uh, generation. And socks are cheaper, right? Exactly. Socks, socks are cheaper and you, and, and you can get, get way more creative with them. Okay. But then when, when school got closed and then university got closed, Mm. So they still they kept in the beginning of the of the of the lockdown they 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 kept buying actually we had like more online reach so more orders in the first couple of weeks but then people got bored people keep ordering online stuff but they never use it like for home appliances or something so this is how the situation is every day is changing every day like first week of the lockdown not like the first week not like right now right so like every day every week a uh, new thing right um exactly so, so from what it sounds like the, the two biggest ones are the behavior of your customer base has changed so you know you have to sort of adjust to that and then the second one you mentioned is that the competition itself has changed now I'm assuming that most of the competitors aren't going for the same customer base you are. I'm assuming that if they were selling physical retail, then maybe their generation is sort of more older. But um, let's talk about that one first before we talk about the changing customers. Have you, are you saying that you've seen like increased ad costs and things like this because of uh, all the everybody else coming online? 
Yeah, I be like I don't have an exact numbers, but I believe uh, for our like we are social media based, so most of our ads are on Facebook and Instagram, uh, and like me and talking with with people is not it's not just in your true case. I believe the reach got a little bit uh, a little bit lower. Mm. Like that, I would say the same case as what happens in Black Friday last year, for example. So that's really interesting, right? Because I, I've, we've been doing this podcast just a little bit before the crisis struck. And when we were talking to people then, uh, people were talking about how ad prices have gone down so much because suddenly everybody cut marketing spend, right? So now it looks mm-hmm. like we're in this other phase where businesses are suddenly coming up online. And, exactly. Um, right? So, so it, it's... Because... It's, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I just got the phone. Uh, no, I just uh, quickly said, essentially, it's, it looks like uh, what you said before, uh, that things are changing every week. So even though week one exactly. was X, week two could be totally different. Because by the way, this was the case, like the, the case you just described was the case in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Ad prices got lower at our side. So we said, like, we said, hey, this is an opportunity. Like while people were stopping ads, we were push, pushing and increasing our marketing budget. Right. But then the equation again, a couple of weeks later, maybe when people had more time to go online, physical retailers and stuff. So they started to uh, like the things, things got, got changed. So, um, so, so obviously like stuff external to you in terms of competition and ads, getting traffic, um, this has changed. Um, let's talk about the customers because that sounds like a more interesting, I'd say also difficult problem, right? Because you, you just mentioned that a big part of your customer base are people who are going to school and they want to be creative. And this is a huge impact to you because you're selling creativity. You're selling something different. How have you guys approached, um, dealing with this? I mean, maybe you don't have a full answer right now, but like, you know, how are you thinking about it? Yeah, no, but like I, I always like to talk about our customers because this is like the our our main uh, main advantages because I believe like for a long time, couple of years ago, no one uh, focused on this uh, age range or this generation because uh, let's say it like for like when I was in school in in here like in in the e-commerce and and stuff like. I believe that if I went to my father and told him, hey, I want your credit card details because I want to buy socks online, <laughs> like it, it, it would be a, a whole lot different than now. Uh, and right now, I don't like people, my people in school, they don't need their father's credit card because most probably right now they have their own debit or credit cards. Yeah. So yeah, like for like I believe for 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 yeah, I mean, for a lot of years nobody focused on this uh, generation. They thought like if you if you wanna if you wanna sell to the child, you need to convince the parent and you need to target the parent. And right now it's I believe it's it's totally different. Uh, so this is why uh, we focus on them, and we we always try to sell the idea that hey, we are from the same generation, uh, selling to each others. And when, when with this generation, uh, there, yeah, I mean, there is a lot, uh, a bit different than how to convince them, how to, to, to make them, to make them like, uh, the product, because as you just mentioned, we don't, we don't, like, we always say we don't sell the product. We sell the idea behind it. That, yeah. Hey, so, so, you know, just, uh, that's why I'm curious, right? So you, you, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to link that to what you said before, uh, where because the schools have closed, you've, you've had this sort of impact, right? So where people are no, not going out. So the, the, the need to be creative and show your personality with socks has now changed, right? From what you said, is there anything that you guys are doing to respond to that? Or are you just saying, you know what, we're just going to wait it out till the schools come back and then it will be better. You know, how are you thinking about it? Like with our with our social media con, like at the end of the day, the school have been closed. People mm. are going out less. Like here, we don't have a full lockdown, so people still going online. But definitely, it's way it's way lower than usual. So at the end of the day, it's 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 something happened, and you need to deal with it. But like somehow, you try to 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 encourage people, or like for example, we had the campaign a couple of weeks ago, 
uh, encouraging people that show our show your socks at home or okay. show us while you're working from home wearing good socks uh, doing challenges doing like trying to convince people that hey you can be creative while being at home as well right so you mentioned social media a lot right and i think for one it's very clear because your it shows a very good understanding of your demographic like millennials are on social media so you need to go where your customers are to bring them over um is that your main form of getting traffic to your site or are there any other things that you guys do that also are like significant sources of traffic uh I would say like 75% or, or 80 or, or even more of our uh, content and ads are either organic or paid or social media based because this generation okay. is super active. So basically uh, social media, is super active social <laughs> everything else Definitely. is just like a nice to have. So on social Definitely. media, where are you guys active on? You mentioned Instagram, but is there anything else? It's Instagram and Facebook mainly okay. and more, more Instagram. Uh, we have around 65,000 followers, uh, 65,000 followers on Instagram and then 30,000 likes on Facebook. And so what do you say? Um, I mean, I, I think there's already like a very good lesson to be learned here, right? For everybody. So, so for one, these are not statistics that you've gotten like yesterday. You've been starting like two years ago with Instagram and you built that with, I mean, you 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 seem to be clearly like working on very creative campaigns and things like that. So clearly it's like, I guess there's two lessons to be learned here, right? So the first one is know who your customer base is and go to where they are, which you guys have done with social media. And two, whatever you do, you have to really keep working on that uh, channel. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been very regularly uh, like working on trying to keep on being creative to keep people coming there, right? Definitely, definitely, because this is the idea what we, we, we are selling. If we if we are not creative anymore, or if we are uh, stop that what we are right now, which won't be creative in a couple uh, months or even weeks, we will have we will we will see the downside. And this is the I would say this is the main challenge is to keep because it's like a lot of people, a lot of like investors or or even mentors who like whoever I I, I talk with who are not in the industry, they they usually say. But yeah, I don't. Are you? Aren't you afraid in to 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 in like in couple of weeks to see uh, that colorful socks is not a trend anymore? Your brand is dead. So my my answer usually is very simple. Like the 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 polka dot socks might get uh, might might not be a trend anymore. The, the 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 specific designs might be not a trend anymore. But the product itself will never die. People won't stop wearing socks. So I mean, the, I I would go one the, beyond that. I think people won't stop wanting to be uh, creative and showing their personality. Right. That's exactly like that's the deeper because the, what I'm getting at is that it seems like we are really in this new phase of marketing. Uh, everybody has, right. It's, I mean, pretty much it's, it's really, it's really nice to see that because we've been talking to quite a few uh, e-commerce companies and, and pretty much the major thing I've been hearing over and over again is it's not about the product. It's about the idea. It's about the feeling that you let people identify with that your product gives them. So in this case, definitely you're not selling the socks, right? I, I would I would agree hundred percent. At the end of like like let's say it's not only about the product, so we don't ignore the product because uh, this is the, like we care about a customer loyalty because this is the, the retention percentage is very high because you will never stop wearing socks and and I want you to buy whenever I launch a new collection or new designs. So we care about the quality, we care about the designs because this is what what build the brand but through the communication when we reach to our customers we don't focus on the product the product they will they will buy it and they will they will receive it and touch it and know it's high quality so they will keep ordering which is mm. what's happening right now but like through the communication points i care like if if we're gonna give examples i care like in 10 percent talking about the product and 90 percent talking about how cool you will feel or how cool you will be when you wear this product. So yeah. this is why that sometimes I spend on marketing ads or I spend on content 
more than I spend on the product itself. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and you, you, you made a really good point there, which I think is worth to repeat. It's not that the product is not important. It's just that the product is now your most basic offering. You have to have a good quality product. You have to make it something people want, but that's not enough. I, I guess is really what you're saying, right? That's like level one. But if you want to succeed, exactly. it's the idea above that. Um, so if you have a shitty exactly. product and a if great idea, to it's sell, going to fail too. Exactly. If you're gonna, if you want to sell, you need to focus on other things and think about it. Like with the luxury brand, like we are not a luxury brand uh, for sure. But think about the luxury brand. You you, you go and pay hundred. You you pay thousand euros for a shoe for a shoes not because like it's like super good quality that costs 1000 euros you 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 pay 1000 euros because the idea behind it and the and how it makes you feel luxury and how you make it feel cool yeah yeah exactly um so um i th i think there's so many good lessons uh, to be learned here right like i i think it's also, would you say it's very dependent on the product as well that, that you're selling in terms of marketing? Like for instance, for you, you are selling uh, socks. It's something people wear. So I think it's a lot of personality that you do in your marketing. Whereas maybe if somebody is selling, I don't know, uh, uh, like furniture, it's a very different kind of uh, sort of marketing that you would use. It, it shouldn't be that people listening to this should just copy what you're doing, they should really focus on what is the product and what is the idea that we want people to feel and then translate that, that makes sense to their product. Exactly, exactly. You, you, you said it right. I always think about it like with, with, with our product socks, it's an impulsive decision. I think about mm -hmm. it that mm, if I'm going, if, if, if I'm walking in the mall or in a, in a, in a clothing shop, and I find a, a cool socks, I would grab it. I won't think a lot about it. So I'm trying to, 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 to switch this to online. I mm. want people scrolling their Facebook and they are walking in the mall and then they find a cool picture with very simple, with very simple uh, uh, text. Hey, buy this now. You, will look, you, you, you deserve this. This is colorful. This is cool. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I right. try, even if it were like later when we're going to discover the website together, you will find it's very minimal. It's very simple. Yeah. I, the other, I'm trying to think of sort of lessons um, to be learned from everything you're saying. And one of the other things that's, uh, that hit me is that if you are going to be selling the idea, you have to believe in it or you're going to sound fake. Right. You can't sell an idea that you don't believe for two years, three years, five years on social media with that's not you. And like one of the things you mentioned to me is that when you went to Germany, uh, like you always like to wear cool socks. So, so you're almost like using the social media to say, hey, who, where is everybody who's like me? Who are the people who like, right? So, so is that like a, is that an advice that you can have that you give to maybe other entrepreneurs that look, because uh, you know, the, the problem with when you have this thing like e-commerce where people are like e-commerce is the best business right now for uh, like the situation and it's growing. Everyone's like, okay, everyone can do e-commerce. It's easy. But is it more that, no, that's not the case. You have to do something that, you feel personally passionate about that's the best way for you to succeed like is is that sort of definitely. advice you give people definitely i would say this 100% 100% like this is not uh, this is not my first startup mm -hmm. but i never felt passionate as much as with this because like i as as you said um like i would like the first online order in my life was socks <laughs> like i'm not exaggerating go. it's really yeah and I'm, I'm not talking about socks in general because like i i i i want to build i, I want to build a fashion brand i'm into fashion i love fashion and i want to uh, build a fashion brand i started with socks because this is what's hot and this is what's cool um but then i would i would like there is a very very simple example with this that uh with, with the with the thing you mentioned that people are saying e-commerce is going and it's hot right now so should we all uh, uh, transfer to e-commerce even if we are not passionate about it because i would never be passionate as much as within your shoe as if i was selling furniture for example because i'm not into furniture 
But people are always like when I was young, people are, was, were, were always saying to me, you cannot never, you, you never uh, have a job just for the financial value out of it. Okay. Yes. And yeah, it definitely made like it, it made sense for me. But then I think about it. Okay, revenue and finance and finances and salaries are important because at the end of the day, it makes me do whatever I love. So yeah, if I hate my like I used to think it this way. Okay, maybe I don't love my job very much, or I I hate my job. Okay, but I love the the high salary I I got from this job because I love traveling so much, and this salary makes me. Uh, be able to travel the world okay mm -hmm. i used to think about it this way until one time like it was like a coffee chat or something like no, no, nothing uh, nothing serious but then someone explained it to me in another way that i said yeah now now i'm 100 percent convinced about this he told me basically you don't you don't do the the thing just for the just for the financial uh, value out of it of a very simple uh, reason because one day there was someone who will come who will do the same job as you do but he would be passionate about it so very simply he would be better than you and he would make more more money than you mm. so this is how i always think about it yeah it's a topic which i think about quite a lot as well and um one thing i realized is that you either are lucky to have a passion that you can make money from or you're not. Um, like for instance, like I know some people who are very passionate about cycling, but they will never be like so good that they can cycle uh, like for competitions. So uh, he tells me this is my passion. So I just want a job where I can work just minimal hours. And then after that, I want to go cycling. And so, so I, I think it's more of that, like everybody has to find what that balance for themselves is. And, and especially if it's a product that you think you can do with uh, e-commerce or like, like I think, especially with platforms like Shopify, it's a platform for you to start a business, right? And so if you've got some way to link your passion with that, um, with that, with the business, um, that, I think that's probably the best combination. I be, I believe so. Like I believe I'm I'm so lucky to 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 be able to get this combination to do to do this for living. So let's look at your passion project. Uh, I I I, I think we've it. we've made people. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, we've we've kept people waiting. So I I really want to um, jump in and then just look at um, you know everything you talked about with the socks and how that came out as a website. So take us through yeah. that hour. Yeah, do you see my screen? Yes. Yeah, so basically this is my baby on the internet, uh, inyourshoe.com. Uh, and just like, I think this is a bit uh, late, but I want to explain the name. So basically the name has two meanings. Uh, that in your shoe, that we are selling socks, so we are literally in your shoe. And the other more generalized and broad meeting, that if I wear in your shoe, I would get this cool product. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, this is about the name. Uh, it's a Shopify store. Wait, uh, I didn't get the second part. Um, if it's in the shoe, wh what was the second part? No. So you so you know the English expression: if I wear in your shoes, ah, I yes. would do this. So basically, we dropped the S because in order to be able to buy the domain or something like this, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but then, yeah, if I wear in your shoe, I would get this. I would get, okay. get this cool product. Got it. Got it. Got okay. It. So, yeah, so I'm moving on to the website. It's a very basic uh, uh, Shopify store. Uh, right now, like we started the Minimum Viable Project on Instagram page. Uh, we used to have, two years ago, we used to have uh, just eight designs. Right now, we have more than 85 uh, designs of collections, uh, neck socks, short socks, uh, knee-high socks, and then glitter socks. Uh, and in winter we have thick socks in christmas we have uh, limited edition socks and stuff so one of the things i learned about uh, the user behavior that i used to have uh, i used to add uh, like eight eight or even more uh, items from every uh, collection in the home page and then i find out that 
people usually want to view all. People mm -hmm. usually want to see the whole collection. If the collection is consists of 12 designs and you add 11 on the home page, they will still go to the collection landing page to see the 12 designs to make sure they are take they, they are making like the the best decisions. Mm -hmm. So basically, I simplified the uh, simplified the home page. So here you have an element of the collection collections, and then here we have a clearance sale right now. So we are trying to encourage the people having the four lines of the clearance and then if you if you are interested in the discounted you can go to the view all uh, something else we paid attention to the customer behavior that uh, it's a bit rare to buy just one pair of socks hmm. usually people buy packs okay right. so we advertise that hey create your own pack go to our website and choose four like four socks for example from our collection and then the and then the, uh, the 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 discounted price would be applied on the checkout. But people like some people did this, some people didn't understand the idea or something. So we even simplified it more, and we did pre-packed. Like in this page, you have a pack of uh, like you can create your own pack, or you can come here and order uh, a pack at a special price. This helps me a lot to clean inventory. So for example, if I have a couple of products are selling well and a couple are not, I can combine them in a bundle so they can sell each other's basically. Mm. And like, did you come across this as a, uh, like when you launched, you, you found that people were buying different socks uh, and so you changed your product to match that or did people actually message you saying, Hey, do you have discounts? How did you come across this? Because it's a really good example of adjusting to how people are buying. Yeah. So let's say millennials always ask for discounts. Okay. They even okay. ask for free products sometimes. Okay. And I'm one of them. So I'm not making fun of them. Yeah. Uh, but basically when we started like the, like the, the logic, it's not about any issue. It's about the, this product. You, do you, do you ever buy just one pair of socks? It's a bit rare. Mm, that's true. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, for example, for sure, and me as a business owner, I don't want them, I, I don't want to make them buy just one pair. I, I, I want to, to increase my basket size. Mm -hmm. So basically, we started with, uh, if I remember correctly, we started with just one pair or three pairs or four pairs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then people asking, like and and it was very it was very effective. Yani we, we our average was always like four pairs or more. And then we we uh, from the behavior and survey we paid attention or something. That for example, uh, we if we have a, a pack of eight, like people can usually buy eight pairs of socks. Mm -hmm. Some people buy them for like buy the whole pack for them, and we notice that the group shopping is very active in our website we say we, we we had a lot of orders for example two pairs of the same design and mm -hmm. two pairs of this design and two pairs of this design. and with our survey talking our customers we found that this is a group shopping that for example i want four pairs and you want four pairs so instead of doing two orders and uh, having a uh, two shipping fee we mm -hmm. would order together mm -hmm. so we started to encourage people to do this so we, actually our like our our big pairs uh, pack, yeah, our packs that have a lot of pairs, eight or sixteen, we call them friends pack. This mm. is for you and your friends. Mm. So so can people put in multiple addresses or like how does it work? It doesn't matter. Like you just say friends pack, and the person who gets it, that's their responsibility to send the socks to their friend. It, yeah, exactly. We we, we don't. Yeah, I don't want to complicate the, uh, yeah. the operation and then because if I have two addresses, then I have to. To, to pay for the courier company on two uh, two yeah, that's true. Uh, we, yeah we, we only do that with gifts like you can you can get yeah, you can get, send the gift and like gifts gifts are, are a lot here like it's a cool gift nowadays uh, uh, here in the region uh, so yeah with with the gifts you can do this you can either pay pay cash on delivery or uh, with credit cards and then send the uh, the pack to your friend so let's keep going with the website because I think um, you mentioned a really 
important point here about adjusting your product offering to what customers um, uh, you know want. But are there any other examples that you can take us through? Maybe perhaps like one of the clear ones which I see is your Facebook Messenger message us because you know again I think millennials want uh, answers very quickly. So I guess you added Definitely. this live chat to go with that, right? But are there anything else that you know you started with Shopify on day one? Your website looked like um, you know. Yeah, day, I'm, but I'm, I'm going. Hmm. I am so, sorry to interrupt. There is like a little bit of delay. I don't want to. I don't do this. Uh, so basically talking about the messages button, uh, yeah. like in, in e-commerce, it's very, uh, it's very important to, uh, to, to have the live chat or, or to have like a, an easy communication point either than email and stuff because as, as you just said, millennials don't send emails yeah. uh, or they might say, like feel very lazy doing it. So basically we are like, I tested a couple of uh, live chats uh, bots and in my opinion, uh, Facebook was the out of them because I like where, if you clicked on, on on the bottom, it will take you to Facebook Messenger and you and you and you subscribe to the broadcasts we send. Right, right. So yeah, so it's it it was a little like before before Facebook, we were working with a with another channel that collect emails, so we used them in email marketing. But then we found that Facebook Messenger is way more effective. And when you um, chose this, like I see different, um, uh, like I'd say, you I mean there's so many, there's so much competition in terms of live chat. Um, and did you choose, like you chose Facebook Messenger because you mentioned earlier on that it's Instagram and Facebook that's sending most of your your traffic, and so. Um, do you have any advice after you've been running um, this uh, for a while, having this live chat service for other people who want to do it too? Uh, yeah, I would say, like, especially in this community, like, it, you always want to, uh, to, 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 to make the customer feel it will be easy to reach you. Mm -hmm. It will be easy to reach you to ask questions, to, uh, to ask about their orders, about the tracking number, whatever. So you want to make it them available and easy for 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 them, and at the same time available and easy for the uh, for the community managers or for the operations people who people are working in fulfillment. So, for example, uh, before before Facebook Messenger uh, button, we we used another platform, okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so so the the our community managers or customer service had an extra channel to take care of. So they were mm. thinking about for sure Instagram messages, Facebook messages, and then email, our, our normal email, and then the, 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 like the, the, other, the other thing, the other, Facebook, the other live chat bot. Right. And then when we dropped the other chat bot and then made it like uh, integrated with Facebook messages, it's easy for you and easy for the customer. Especially that something, yeah, something happened a lot. But for example, if if a if the customer had an order and the order is delayed, there is a lot of customers who will go send you an email and then go to your Facebook or Instagram and send you a message there. And if you have a live chat, they will go into the live chat and message you there. And if you have a, a multiple persons managing, like every person manage a channel, so they will deal with them at three different problems mm. until they go to the until they go to the to the communication point where they found out ah this is the, the exact same customer so um i mean i've been looking into this live chat um option uh, quite a bit right and some of the advice is very much linked to what you're talking about and i and i want everybody listening in to take this very seriously as it's a really good feature to add to your website because you get to know what customers want and things like that, but you have to be ready to have it because it's much worse having it and then people sending you a message and you not being able to reply makes people even angrier than if you didn't have it at all. Definitely, right? definitely, definitely. And if, you, and if you call it live chat, but you reply in two business days, then it's not a live chat. <laughs> exactly exactly and then like I, I, so, so it's almost like three lessons there right so number one p 
pick the platform where your customers are there already. So in this case, you pick Messenger. And number two, like make sure it's linked to your customer demographic. So like I think millennials and these people, they prefer chat to email. So maybe it's the only way to communicate. And the third one is what you just mentioned, like make sure you're ready. Definitely, definitely. And I would again say it's very important. It's very, because you will never know and you, and you will be surprised of what, they, what do they ask. Even if you had this, even if you have the, like a lot of people ask, for example, in, in our case, a lot of people ask about the material of our, uh, of our socks. And it's mentioned in every single product bi biography, but right. they still ask about it. It's, it's, it's mentioned that our orders take within Cairo and Giza, for example, three business days. But people, pe some, sometimes people are just like skimming the website so they don't, they don't read anything. Maybe they just need like a direct answer from you and if it, like if they end up converting so you need to help them right so um i'd like to go through the buying journey uh for in your shoe right and you mentioned that sort of 80 percent of people start from outside the site now it's obviously impossible for us to get an ad but can we pretend that we are somebody on Instagram uh, and just click through to the site and we'll see like sort of how that looks and how you've designed that. Uh, so they see an image, maybe they Google it. What, what does that typical flow look like from a customer going all the way to the order page? Okay, uh, that's very interesting. I just want to add uh, something that I, I, I think it would be a lesson learned and I would like to, to share it with people because it's, yeah. I, I believe it's important. So as I told you, like, uh, very obviously, we're social media based. We focus on social media. Uh, everything is uh, like most of our traffic are coming there. But at the end of the day, I'm a brand. Okay, I'm to be known. So, uh, beginning, I focused very simple acts on SEO, like to make my to make my website uh, search uh, search engine friendly, to have the right keywords, to do uh, to do everything like this because I, I, I'm a brand I don't I wanna when people uh, when people write in your shoe I wanted them to see my uh, to see my website mm. in the beginning it seemed that ah that's a super long journey or it, it like nobody knows you your Instagram page and just convert to a Shopify store but I'm very thankful that right now with the analytics I got surprised from the amount of uh, traffic I get from search engines or mm. the amount I get from organic uh, organic search. So even if you're beginning, but like everybody know that SEO is a long journey. So you can't say, I believe so. You can't say, ah, I'm in a young age, I would do that later. Because it's, it's, because it's a long journey, you need to do it now. And it's, mm. it's not that complicated. Like I, I, I didn't do such complicated uh, stuff. I do it on my own, by the way. Just the keyword, just making sure uh, things. And right now, I'm very proud. Like, let, let's have an example. When you write in your shoe on Google, like I conquer. Do, do you see my screen? Mm -hmm. So I conquer the the the. Uh, I, I say it like this. I conquer the 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 search the first results things. Mm -hmm. My website is the first, and then I have our uh, pickup location on mm -hmm. the right. And then I have my Facebook page. I like uh, we are not active on Google, so this is not ours. And then you have your Facebook page again, and then my career page on uh, on a hiring website, and then our LinkedIn, our Instagram, uh, our page on uh, our page on Amazon Egypt, which is called Sue. Mm -hmm. Same with images. You go to images, our logos, all our products. This is this was a very long journey. But it's right now it's very effective. So even if you are 100% focused on either SEM, social media marketing, uh, perform like whatever, yeah. you need to care about this because hopefully one day your brand started to be a bit well known and you will get search search results. So um, let's look into that. I I, I think SEO is uh, is an absolutely gem of uh, advice that you that you give, right? Like start early essentially because it takes so long so that hopefully within a year or two you will start to see some results. Um I I I'd love to see how that looks. So, you know, we can either go the SEO route where someone is searching 
because from what I know, most of the landing pages that you want are your product page, right? Like people go directly to the product and then they see it and then maybe they want to see more. Is that the same sort of behavior you see on your analytics? Or do people come to the homepage more? Uh, no, uh, like it, it depends on how, I mu how much traffic I push in the ads. Uh, and it depends with, with the specified, uh, uh, specified products. We know that, okay, people would be interested in this product or in this collection because we have a female, we have a unisex collections and then we have a female collections. So if, if, if it's specified collections, we drive traffic to the, to either the collection page or the, this exact product. Uh, and for more engagement or reach, uh, campaigns, we drive people to the homepage. So mm. no, but yeah, it's, it depends. But by the way, even people uh, are uh, directed to specific products or specific collections, they end up checking the homepage as well. So our most traffic is on the homepage, even if, it, if, the, if the session doesn't start on the homepage. Right. So, and that's a very important thing for everybody to understand, right? Like you, you do, if you are going to look at making your website better, you have to really understand how people are using your website. And maybe there's a better way that you want people to encourage or um, how you can try to encourage maybe, for instance, uh, people are, if you find that everybody's Googling and then since you're so visual, they're looking at Google images and then they're saying, hey, these are a cool pair of socks and they're coming in that way, then clearly you need to spend even more time with your SEO. I would agree, definitely. So let's let's look at Instagram or any, or maybe your Facebook or however, like let's pick the way which say the majority of people find you and let's follow that journey uh, into In Your Shoe. So mainly, uh, so this is our Instagram, okay? Mm -hmm. this, is a, this is an organic, uh, this is the page. Uh, we don't have product tagging in the region here yet. So, the, and this is one of the challenges we have. Like, for example, uh, I can't tag the product because mm -hmm. it's not available in Egypt. So basically we have, we have in, uh, uh, other, other thing I, 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 I feel it's important in young age that, like for example for me personally i always uh, prefer ordering directly through the website i go to the website i add i add things to cart i check out i ha i add my credit card and then boom it's it's done but from the from the user behavior i find out that not everyone uh, think this is the easiest uh, uh, way to do it a lot of people they just want to uh, to, to to message someone to to go to facebook to, to Instagram message and say, hey, I want to order. I want this. I want this. Uh, I here is my address and here is my uh, phone and I will pay cash on delivery. And this is a bit challenging with the operations, uh, but then at the end, you, you, you're, you're afraid that in young age, when they go to the website, they, they will end up uh, uh, abandoned their checkout or doesn't complete their order. So basically, until now, we have, uh, you can order through the website, which thankfully most of the orders come right now because we try to simplify it as well. Okay. And people can go and order through messages, say, hey, I want to order, I want this item. Uh, they can WhatsApp us, or even right now, we, we, they can call. Hey, I just want to make an order like you're ordering food or something. Hmm. This is challenging. Uh, but at, 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 uh, like, and in SMEs, you need, you need to do it. Like we, we always, as I, as I just mentioned, uh, we keep encouraging people and redirecting traffic to the, to the website. When people, for example, when they message us on Instagram, uh, we say, Hey, for faster checkout, order directly through, through the website. Okay. But still, if you want to order through here, you're mostly welcome. Okay. And I mean, I think that's a good point about just learning where your customers want to be and going to them rather than forcing them to be another way. Because the more you can adjust to how they want, the more business you can generate, right? You're making it easier for the customer. Exactly. Be, be, yeah, before that, I didn't have such a mindset. 
like I said, okay, I have a website. I'm an e-commerce. The website is simple. If they want, if I want to scale, I can't keep taking orders from Instagram messages or or from WhatsApp or direct calls. Website is easy if I if I want to scale. But mm. then I, I find out that it's it's coming. E-commerce, it's still it's still new here. It's still new in the region. It's not like it's it's a it's a way it's a little middle with millennials and Gen Z, but it's still coming. And it's very obvious with the numbers. Like when we started, uh, as I told you, we started with just an Instagram page. So 100% of our orders were coming through Instagram messages. And then we had our website and it started to be like 10% website, 90% Instagram messages. And then 50-50 and then 60-40. And right now, more than 90% are coming directly through, through our website. And only 10% of orders are still coming from the other communication points, which is uh, Instagram messages, WhatsApp, or phone. So two things. You might not have succeeded if you decided that, hey, you know what? I don't want to do it like this. You have to come to the website because most of your business came from out of the website. And number two, because you went this manual way, it maybe it sounds like you built enough trust that people trusted you to give you the money on the website up front. I believe so. I believe so. But like there is a point I need to, uh, to, to, to explain, which is a little bit different here in the region than in, 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 in Europe or US, that uh, here cash and delivery is very popular. Mm. So it's, it's, not about, it's, not, it's about the money. It's about the, it's about the feeling of the customer ordering through the, through the website. So they or can, maybe they, they don't have credit cards or they don't want to use six, it. They're too scared to use it. So, Exactly, exactly. So the, the still, if, if you don't have your credit card or you don't or you don't want to use it, you can confirm your order without paying anything through the website, and then you you will pay cash on delivery. Right. So okay. it's not it's not about uh, how the payment as much about the idea of adding uh, it, with with very simple details. Let me give you an example. Uh, no, I, I think it makes sense. I, I, I think it makes sense. Like, I think it's a really good um, point to talk about where, you know, if you, because one of the problems I think, especially, you know, pretty much in anything online is that most of the information available is maybe from the US or Europe. So entrepreneurs outside that, that's sort of the most information you can get. So you try to expect that the market in your local market will work like that. But maybe that's not the case. Like you have to respect the local market and how they buy and adjust your business accordingly rather than thinking that everybody is going to take a credit card out, right? I mean, that sounds like the major point you're making. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, 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 it's about this, it's about the difference. And, I, and I'm totally sure there is other regions maybe we are not familiar with, which is uh, the, the, the journey or the e-commerce or whatever is a little bit different than Europe and US and here in Egypt. Right. So uh, I'm... Now I'm, you know, I'm dying. I, I really want to see this Instagram um, like path. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, this is the website. Uh, people like they see this this uh, this image. Uh, they comment about it or they uh, go to our messages. As I told you, we 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 always with our words. We always trying to uh, pushing people to the website without irritating them. That hey, for a faster checkout go to our website, order uh, to, to, to check the whole collection, to check all the prices, or if you have any specified uh, questions or if you want to order uh, through the messages, uh, just let us know. Uh, I think I'll, uh, this is my personal account, wait. So uh, when, then they go to the website, either they land on the homepage, they land on uh, one, of the, uh, uh, one of the landing page of the collections, okay? So, for example, this is our pop, like most popular uh, collection, which is the neck socks. Mm -hmm. This is the whole collection. Another, uh, another trick uh, works in our side, but we work a lot on retargeting. Okay, mm. retargeting ads with the Facebook pixel. So basically, we make it very easy for them to just add to cart. So we mm -hmm. have like like in in shopify you need to add the plugin just to have uh, the add to cart button outside from the from the collection so mm -hmm. i just want them while they are just browsing they add this to cart they add this to cart okay and then they add this to cart for example okay 
so they have a pack of four if they go to the uh, so for everybody on, vid- on on audio basically amar is talking about that he's got these buttons called add to cart under each image and he's made it really easy where when you just click on the button it gets added to cart immediately without any pop-ups right so sorry yeah, please exactly. go ahead exactly and then well, a very simple conversion they go you go to the uh, uh, you go to the landing page uh, this is like an upselling other plugin and then you see your uh, discount is already uh, automatically applied. applied yeah okay and because like we we don't have a uh, like so much t- technical development we are working with shopify plugins and in order to make sure make sure that uh, there is nothing uh, there is nothing wrong with the price we have mm-hmm. this uh, message that hey if you believe you have a discount that is not applied confirm the order and we will confirm uh, the adjusting before shipping the order mm, that's a good point i mean did, did you yeah. guys get any feedback from people who are angry that they didn't get a discount or you just added this just because you definitely, want to be very sure def- definitely no they okay. see the they see the ad that hey you can buy uh, eight pairs for x and then you they add the the eight pairs and then for any like usually like for example if you see that that's kind of applied normally uh right right here because i i had a very simple uh procedure i just added four uh items to the card but for mm-hmm. example some plugins when you keep adding and removing things from cards so sometimes it doesn't work as mm-hmm. it should be so we just want to make sure we won't lose uh this part and then you go to check out right and now you're in the regular shopify checkout process right yeah exactly something nice they just introduced shopify is the pickup option mm-hmm. that if people want to go and and and, and uh, pick it uh, pick it up and this is a lot of like for example if people are just buying one pair uh, like i would say uh, shipping fees like 40% of the price of just one pair. So yeah, it doesn't it make sense, sense if you just want to buy one pair. So yeah, and we like we we have the customer segments like uh some people uh like hooked with colorful socks so they want to buy four pairs, they want to buy eight pairs even more. And some people no, they just want just one one pair so they can wear it in special occasions or something. Right. Uh Yeah, a very a very little detail that uh like uh was affected like affected us a lot that in shopify you need to write the postal code you must write the postal code okay but here <laughs> in the region here here in that egypt no they don't code. work with postal code exactly yeah. nobody know their postal code so a lot of people didn't want to order through the website and after they complete the whole thing when they come when they land on this page they abandon they abandon their checkout and go through instagram because they are, they don't know their postal code and they are afraid to just add random numbers uh, so <laughs> their orders won't be delivered yeah. so basically what we did uh, if you can see my screen we uh, changed the the changed the label and made the made the text say just write five zeros <laughs> no, I think that's just genius. I think that's genius. Exactly. So everybody on audio is... as well, just listen. Uh, I think that's a really good point. So if there's a field which is mandatory and uh, you don't really need it in your region, you should definitely do what Amar here has done and just uh, ask your customer to write some placeholder text there so that it still works. Yeah, this is as simple as it could. And then you continue to shipping. As I told you, you have two, two yeah. options, either to pay in cash or paying credit card. Uh, 85%, 85% or more are in cash. And this is how the region works here. Uh, definitely, it has some uh, like uh, operations uh, difficulties. But this is how we, we need to, uh, to, to, uh, to work. Yeah. And then you finalize your order. You receive an email that, hey, you just made a cool decision. Your order will be shipped as fast as possible. Cool. All right, Amr, I'm going to cut the uh, sharing screen. Let's go back to the video. Hey, that was really good. I, I think we covered a lot. Um, thank you so much. Is there um, anything like maybe a, a final sort of piece of advice that you have for people listening? I believe I said it all. <laughs> yeah, I think talking yeah. for a lot. I, I know. I know. I talk a lot, so I hope I will. I I wasn't a, like a boring uh, uh, talking person to you guys. 
uh, and, and it was really interesting. This is my uh, first ever podcast uh, while I recorded, not, not just listen to it. Yeah, no, uh, so for I me, I think you gave it. a lot of really good advice. So thank you so okay. much, Amar. You're welcome. Thank you, Shah. You're still here, which means you definitely enjoyed that conversation. This is a special COVID-19 e-commerce miniseries to help small business merchants out there get prepared. We're doing a lot more of these, so be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. Just follow DataQ, that's D-A-T-A-C-U-E on Twitter, Facebook or LinkedIn. Stay safe out there everybody. Till next time, this is Sharam.